Hello, hello, insiders, and welcome back to another episode of the Insider Podcast. It's April 2021, but mentally, I think I'm still in March 2020. Time has been flying and a lot has changed. All good things, though. More and more people are beginning to get fully vaccinated and more and more organizations are starting to reopen offices. Everything's starting to look up. As workplaces and the workforce keeps changing, today's episode will dive into the details of a newly integrated solution that was developed by IBM Tririga and Cisco's partnership. Today, you have me as your regularly scheduled host, Jasmine, coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I've got two speakers with me today to talk through this epic solution. Say hello to Cisco DNA Spaces product manager, Nathan Eagles, and IBM Tririga product manager, Samantha O'Neill. I know this is really exciting, but before we dive in, can you guys tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves and what you do? Samantha, let's start with you. Yeah, thank you, Jasmine. I'm excited to be here today. So my name is Samantha O'Neill. I go by Sam, and you can probably tell by the accent that I am Irish. So I'm based out of Dublin in Ireland. Um, and I'm an offering manager with the IBM Tririga team. So I own the product strategy for one of the add-on solutions that we'll talk about today, which is Tririga Building Insights, which looks at kind of new and emerging technologies and how we integrate with them to bring real-time insights um, to help optimize portfolios. I guess, you know, outside of work, uh, what I really enjoy is just being outdoors, uh, whether or not that's going for kind of a hike or maybe it's going for a cycle. Uh, but with the unpredictability of the Irish weather, uh, you kind of have to leave the house ready for every season because uh, you can encounter all four in one day. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, same with Raleigh, though. Um, it's definitely unpredictable. So I feel you there. Nathan, what about you? Great to be on today. Uh, Nathan Eagles. Uh, I'm a product manager on the Cisco DNA Spaces team, and my focus is leading our partner ecosystem. So this is enabling and going to market with partners like IBM Tririga to be able to jointly offer value to our um, to our customers. So I'm I'm based out here in California, where the weather is a little less dynamic and a little bit more predictable, I guess, for, for better or worse. And I guess outside of work, I stay busy with uh, a lot of stuff with my three kids. My son just started uh little league so I, I think i'm spending like 10 hours a week on the on the baseball field which is which is nice to get outside i suppose yeah definitely getting outside is new to all of us and you get to work on your tan which is never a bad thing but let's get into it now but let's level set a little bit and let's start with what these solutions exactly are nathan i'll start with you here can you give us a quick review of what cisco dna spaces is and what it can do yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so Cisco DNA Spaces is a real-time location analytics and a telemetry platform. So this is a cloud-based SaaS service that sits on top of our customers' existing Cisco hardware. So we pull in data from a wide range of Cisco devices. So this could be data from wireless access points. So for instance, where am I in a particular building? When did I leave? When did I come back? So our customers can understand how people are behaving in their locations. We also pull data from other Cisco products like Meraki Camera, WebEx telepresence devices, and then we also can leverage our infrastructure to gather data from wireless uh, Bluetooth low energy sensors. So this could be BLE asset tags, passive infrared sensors to understand occupancy of a desk or a room, uh, temperature sensors, panic buttons. 
So we pull all this data in through our customers' Cisco infrastructure, do all of our compute, our AI, our ML in the cloud, and then we offer this data to customers in two different ways. So one is through our native applications in our dashboard. So this is behavior metrics, location analytics, so customers can understand how their data or how their facilities are being used and how people are behaving. And then another massive part and equally important is our partner ecosystem. So this is where we send data to partners like IBM Chariga to consume and to use in their area of expertise, right? They have a specific relationship with these stakeholders and offer you know expertise in a particular industry, right? So with Chariga, it's, it's workspaces. And then we go to market with these partners to offer a joint solution to both you know the IT um, stakeholder and the line of business uh, stakeholder as well. And next, I'll kind of take it back. And I know DNA spaces can have a lot of data. As you said, location analytics is something that's really important. And I know we'll dive into that today. But Samantha, can you give us a, a same kind of quick overview on IBM Tririga and the solution um, that we'll be talking about today? Yeah, of course. IBM Tririga is an integrated workplace management system that's primarily focused around providing insights to real estate and facility management professionals so that they can make smarter decisions and kind of be more operationally efficient. And um, so given that it is an integrated workplace management system, it's bringing together different tools to help them make those decisions and spans many different areas, kind of including space planning and utilization, uh, capital projects planning, maintenance management, and even lease management. We also, you know, as part of kind of the Tririga portfolio, have a set of persona-focused applications. And um, so we've got one that's Tririga Building Insights, which is the one that I look after. And this one is specifically for space planners um, and for facility leaders as well, so that they can monitor occupancy in real time and understand the actual space utilization insights across their portfolio. And we provide those insights um, that have been infused with AI so that the trends and the patterns patterns in terms of how employees are coming to the office, when they're coming to the office and which spaces they are using are being surfaced so that they can make decisions and take action against their portfolios. And we also have, you know, other applications uh, within the Tririga portfolio that are very much focused on the employee and giving them the best experience that they can when they come to the office. And um, so we've got a set of uh, workplace services apps so that employees can kind of take control of their day, make decisions about where they might want to reserve a desk or how they could locate a colleague to work with and um, so that they can be as productive as possible when they come back into the office. Really cool. So now that we kind of have a high level overview of both of these solutions, let's kind of narrow it down and talk about why we're here today. So how have these solutions transformed to be more integrated to meet business needs? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm happy to go with this one for the moment. So I guess one of the biggest challenges, you know, within the Tririga space um, is that for real estate leaders, they're really trying to find kind of the balance between providing the right mix of spaces to meet employee needs, as well as kind of managing the overall costs of their real estate portfolio. For most organizations, they will report that, you know, the cost of real estate is like the second highest item that's on their balance sheet, just kind of behind their employees. So this has always been a challenge for them in a pre-COVID world, but it's actually going to be compounded even further in this post-COVID world, where there's going to be kind of an increased pressure on real estate leaders to kind of reduce those overall costs and make the most of the space that they have and really have those truly 
kind of optimized portfolios um, as they move towards kind of new hybrid work models in which, you know, employees might work from home part of the week and be in the office other parts of the week. And um, so with that and kind of with these two solutions, um, IBM Tririga and Cisco DNA Spaces is actually able to give real estate leaders insights into how that space is actually being used. So gone are the days of having to kind of like manually walk through each floor of a building and you know, jot down on a piece of paper whether or not somebody is occupying a seat. Uh, with these two solutions being integrated, a real estate leader can access that data from anywhere to see what the utilization is of each building across their portfolio. I think as well, you know, what's really, really nice about this joint solution as well is that it leverages existing infrastructure that's already in place, uh, which is a huge kind of benefit for all real estate leaders. Um, and just across, you know, most industries and most businesses as it is, um, it, it cuts down on that kind of initial cost. Um, and it also doesn't require any additional kind of hardware to be hardwired into the building to get started. And um, so it allows them to get started very quickly um, and at scale and then kind of take a step back and look at what is their longer term sensing strategy and whether or not they want to deploy um, additional hardware in the future. Yeah, Sam, I think that's a, a great point. And just to add a, a couple comments to that, you know, our our customers, you know, they invest heavily in in Cisco infrastructure, right? And that's primarily for their networking needs. And so what you know DNA Spaces is able to do is to, you know, take that data, that investment in in their hardware, and then make it, you know, really available to IBM Trariga, right? So it makes it much easier, right? Our IT stakeholders who, you know, bear a lot of the burden to make sure the infrastructure is up and are often brought, you know, issues in this case can serve as actually somewhat of a hero, right? To say, hey, we have Cisco infrastructure, we have DNA spaces. And, you know, for those real estate line of business stakeholders, they can, you know, be an enabler for, you know, the value that you guys offer and make it very easy to, you know, leverage their existing investment in Cisco, send that data over to, you know, Tririga um, and make it much more leveraged in terms of their investment with Cisco for, you know, other people within the organization. And that's what, you know, one of the things that we're most excited about with this partnership with, with Tririga, right, is with Tririga's expertise in, in real estate, right, and our expertise in IT, it really allows us to address two key stakeholders with our customers and bring them this solution that addresses them where they're at and, and meets their needs and, and their, you know, previous pain points with sort of a, a disintermediated solution stack. That's really interesting. And I think, you know, when it comes to investing time and money into a particular solution or any technology, that's one thing. But I think organizations want to see that return on their investment and kind of see the success that the solution can bring them. So taking that into consideration, as well as this transformation, can you guys tell me a little bit about the key differentiating factors that both Cisco and IBM are bringing to the table? Yeah, absolutely. I can I can start with that one. So I think, you know, from from the Cisco standpoint, you know, we are really trusted advisors with our our customers, you know. And so, you know, when our customers bring us in, you know, they expect us to be experts in this in this IT area. And so that's I think, you know, when we think about the relationship with Tririga and this is conversely true as well, you know, that's a great asset for Tririga to have for us to be able to come in address, you know, IT's needs on 
understand how they buy, understand how they think, right? And then make that that data available to them. And then, you know, conversely, you know, we depend heavily upon Tririga's, you know, relationship and trust and expertise in the in the real estate area. When Tririga is able to consume that data from from spaces, it really allows us to leverage our relationships with our customers, right? And then show them how this integrated solution really you know, can bring more value to them outside of if our solutions were standalone, right? And not integrated together. And I think, you know, the two solutions coming together are really complementary. And I think the different areas of expertise that both Cisco DNA Spaces and IBM Tririga bring really help position the value of this joint solution um, with our clients. I think where we traditionally would have had I guess, hesitation from real estate leaders is that they wouldn't know which kind of strategy to take in terms of deploying um, occupancy sensing technology. And even oftentimes when they were making those decisions, they hadn't engaged the networking team. And so having, you know, Cisco be able to have those conversations with the networking team, put them at ease and really, really helps um, kind of that whole kind of conversation and, and adoption of the two technologies. So with any partnership, there has to be rapport and harmony, and that can be hard to find. So I, I have to ask, how did you guys know that Cisco DNA Spaces and IBM Tririga were the perfect match for each other? So yeah, I think that's a, a great question here. Um, and I think this kind of goes back to some of the points that Nathan and I were just making about how these two solutions really are unified and complement one another. Being recognized as um, industry leaders in our respected areas really made it kind of a perfect match in terms of partnering with one another. The SME knowledge that we can both bring to the table as well puts clients at ease. So we're jointly able to have conversations with different lines of businesses and across the organization and help them truly understand the business value that this joint solution will bring them. And I think as well, you know, from a IBM Tririga perspective, when we're looking at kind of technology partners and providing some of these insights into how spaces are truly being utilized, um, I think Cisco DNA Spaces doesn't just offer the benefits that we spoke about in terms of being able to leverage existing infrastructure and kind of the, the cost benefits to using some of those existing APs that might already be in place. Uh, but the solution itself is solving kind of complex challenges that are often seen as trivial. So, you know, a big plus for us was the fact that Cisco DNA Spaces does have that machine learning to be able to translate device counts into the number of people who are in spaces. Because when it comes to understanding from a real estate leader's perspective, whether or not their spaces are truly optimally utilized, having that relative kind of people count is really important to making any sort of strategic decision. Yeah. And I, I'd say on the, the Cisco side, like with what we see with, with IBM Triga is, is a couple things. I'd say one is, you know, Triga has a whole suite of, you know, real estate and workspace management solutions. And so what's really attractive for us is, you know, when we bring in Triga to a customer, it's likely that they already have it and they can just incorporate this new element into all the stuff they're already doing with Triga. So we're not asking them to deploy a new solution that has to go through new approvals. This is just, you know, maybe a net add to what they're already doing, right? And that goes back to what Samantha said about, you know, when you have, you know, someone who's as prominent in, in IT as Cisco and someone who's as prominent in the real estate world and management world as, as IBM Triga, there's really a good match there with the type of customers that we typically have business relationships 
with, as well as the fact that, you know, we're likely already engaged with each of our customers because of the types of customers that, that we attract and, and do business with. Cool. Thanks, guys. And I bet because the solution is so complimentary and that both of us are leaders in such a recognized industry, we are able to broaden that audience and we can impact a lot more people. And that is just really incredible. But let's pivot a little bit and talk use cases when it comes to the solution. What are some scenarios where getting data of building occupancy is valuable? Yeah, so there's kind of two ways to look at this from kind of a real estate and facility management perspective. So short term, you know, with this joint solution, they're able to monitor occupancy in near real time. So as a lot of businesses kind of are focused on returning to the workplace and how to get employees back safely, being able to kind of manage occupancy levels across different floors and buildings in your portfolio against new capacity thresholds that are meeting social distancing guidelines or local government regulations gives them the insights at their fingertips as to whether or not they are staying within those capacity thresholds. Um, as well with Cisco DNA spaces, we're able to do indoor positioning to understand where people are located across each of those floors and potentially even where are people congregating um, and where action might need to be taken to maintain that employee safety. I think longer term then, you know, real estate leaders and space planners get insights into kind of the typical occupancy behaviors um, and trends of their employees across their entire portfolio. So generally, you know, real estate leaders are tracking towards some sort of a utilization goal. They'll make plans for how those spaces should be assigned and allocated to different business units and different people um, and how they're going to meet those goals. But being able to overlay that then with the actual usage of that space really tells them how they're performing um, against those goals. So kind of with everything that we're surfacing within Trireva Building Insights, we're leveraging AI for all of those insights to show those utilization trends kind of over time um, across the different space classifications in the building itself. Really, you know, it's cutting out that manual task that they may have once done um, and really giving them the insights that they need um, at their fingertips so that they can kind of effectively manage the different spaces that they have allocated to different business units and ensure that groups are being charged correctly. So this is a big part of space planning as well, where, you know, each group within an organization are charged for the seats that they're using. But with true utilization insights overlaid on that, you can charge groups for the space that they're actually using, not just what was planned to be used. It can also help them, you know, kind of understand whether or not there's certain locations or seats that can be shared amongst employees so that they can move away from those traditional kind of one-to-one -one ratios of person to seat mapping. Um, and this is going to become even a bigger need and a bigger challenge for real estate leaders to solve as they move towards these kind of more flexible workplaces and hybrid ways of working where they're going to need essentially less space, but still have the right spaces available for when employees are coming into the office. And as well, I think, you know, some of the utilization insights that are surfaced, you know, really help them understand where the opportunity exists to consolidate spaces that are severely underutilized or make decisions about whether or not they should terminate a lease that's due to expire in the next, you know, couple of months. So really, it's all about, you know, getting those insights at their fingertips and in a very seamless way. That's great. Thanks, Samantha, for hitting the nail on the head there. Okay, well, let's jump into our next question. So if I'm understanding this correctly, this is all real-time data, right? So that kind of definitely 
opens up a lot more possibilities to the type of data customers have insight to. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, Jasmine, that's that's absolutely that's absolutely correct. So that you know, when we share data via our um, APIs with Trigger, right? This is all sent in in real time, and this includes a wide range of of data points that we're continually adding to from the Spaces world, and that we're continually working with IBM Trigger to provide new new data sets dependent upon you know the, who the customer is and what their you know actual physical space looks like. Where we started with Trigger, for instance, was around wireless data, and so share sharing data around how many people are in a building, how many people are on a floor, how many people are in a particular zone, how long do they stay there, when do they leave, right? Which, as Samantha's already outlined, how they leverage that data within the, the Tririga platform. But even since we've launched this partnership, we've added new data points that Tririga can consume. So in this case, we can we can send data around MV cameras. So this is you know a camera detecting how many people have entered into a building. We can send data with our WebEx telepresence devices. So this is detecting how many people are in a room at a given time. And then we're also now adding, as I mentioned earlier in our conversation, BLE sensors. And so where this intersects well with Tririga is around passive infrared sensors or PIR sensors. So these are small battery powered devices that communicate with our access points and can tell Tririga if a desk is occupied, if a room is occupied, or a particular space is, is occupied. And so all this data is sent in real time. And I think what's really great about our partnership and really great about how how spaces in particular makes data available is that we have a wide range of data points that a partner like IBM Chariga can consume for a particular use case. So whether it's um, BLE source data, WebEx, camera, or wireless, all of this data is available for Chariga to leverage with different customers. So you know some customers might focus solely on the Wi-Fi aspect. Some might want to go more granular with desks, right? So regardless of who the customer is we have all these different technology points and different data points that we can ingest through the Cisco hardware and then make available to uh, Trariga for that end use case and that occupancy reporting to the customer. Yeah, Nathan, and I think, you know, all of those great devices that you just mentioned there, they really unlock a lot of different use cases across Tririga for our facility managers. So, you know, being able to get that data in real time is really beneficial for them. Uh, some of the use cases that, you know, we've seen with our clients in terms of how they're leveraging this real time data in other workflows within Tririga is to automate janitorial services. So when they know that they have had X amount of people in a particular area, they can, you know, automatically schedule a service request so that janitorial services are deployed to that area. Um, and we also have other clients who are using that real-time data to do auto check-in of people as they come into the office. So if somebody has a reservation and they authenticate onto the network and that auto checks them in for their reservation for the day, and then likewise, if that person doesn't turn up or if an individual desk where a PI or sensor is deployed is not occupied, that desk or that meeting room gets re-released uh, back into the system for somebody else to book after a predefined kind of time range. And so I think, you know, it really opens up a, a wide range of kind of different use cases where this real-time data feed can really help them be operationally efficient. 
That was so cool. I had no idea technology could be this advanced to do something like what you just said, Sam. That is really insightful. And I'm looking forward to seeing that in real time, even when it's deployed or compatible with users like us, if we walk into a building and have a reservation, if we do show up or don't show up. So that that is so, so cool. Going from there, what can we expect to see in the near future to make these solutions more integrated? What's the work that's being done around that? Yeah, that's that's a great and I really like this question because I think, you know, one of the things that I appreciate our partnership with Tariga is whenever we have a, a question around, you know, their perspective on a new data point, a new sensor, they've been great about providing feedback. And so, you know, we, we have this, Sam and I have this conversation, I think, fairly frequently be between our two organizations. And as we look toward the future, right, I think we're looking at continuing to build out these, you know, I, I guess, uh, IoT sensors, right? So these BLE sensors in different types of forms and context and different data points for, for Tari to consume for you know the use cases um, that Sam has already mentioned. Beyond that, we're, we're exploring different wired integrations, right? So this could be something as simple as if an employee is connected via Ethernet to their desk workstation, sending that data to, to Tririga as well as additional, you know, wired sensors. So, you know, a lighting sensor that can detect occupancy, a desk sensor that's wired that can detect occupancy. And so, you know, as we continue to build out the DNA spaces ecosystem of different sensors that are available in different ways, that they connect to the network and send data to us and then to partners. I think it continues to build out the types of use cases that Chariga can leverage this data for, both from a holistic standpoint in terms of like different types of sensors, but then also in different ways to accomplish, you know, the use cases we've talked about. But I think it also opens up new potential use cases when we talked about different wired sensors and different types of telemetry that uh, Chariga can can consume. And, and, and one last point, you know, that um, I want to add is, you know, one thing we've also talked about is, you know, Tariga also has this great solution around end employee experience. And I'm sure Sam can talk more about this, but, you know, when we talk about where uh, an employee is in a particular location and, you know, navigating to a particular floor that's open and has a uh, acceptable density of employees post COVID, those are other areas that we're exploring with the IBM team in terms of integration between DNA spaces and, and IBM. Yeah, Nathan, um, I, I would just echo everything that you've said there. I think you've summed it up nicely, kind of where we're headed for the future. I think, you know, this just shows really how interlocked we are in terms of kind of building out that future outward looking roadmap. Um, and I think there's a lot of exciting things to come over the next number of months. Thank you, guys. Well, kudos to the team at IBM and Cisco for building this integrated solution. Now, I think organizations, no matter the size or location, can take advantage of this solution and feel at peace bringing their workforce back into the office. That wraps up our time here today. I know, really interesting stuff. But if you'd like to learn more about this solution, you can take a look at ibm.com slash products slash Tririga. And you can also look at cisco.com slash go slash DNA spaces. And if you've hung out with us for this time, be sure to subscribe to this podcast series on all of your favorite streaming platforms so you never miss a new episode. That's it for us. And until we get back into the network, ciao and stay nerdy. Bye.